Hi everybody, it's Barry here again from Turning the Page and uh, just so good to be with you again. And uh, a few weeks ago I um, woke up with some really bad pain in my left shoulder. I was in absolute agony and uh, my wife was away from home and I knew that I, I had to go to an emergency doctor. <laughs> so and this is like 11 o'clock at night so I dressed. Um, but when I came to put my shoes on I realised I just wasn't able to tie up my shoelaces. <laughs> but I didn't care, and I just needed to get help. And so I left home with untied shoelaces, which is not something I generally do. And when I reached the 24-7 emergency care centre, I was greeted by a nurse, and uh, <clears throat> I was asked all these COVID questions, and so, as you do these days. And I, was asked, I asked her if she'd mind... <clears throat> actually doing up my shoelaces and so she kindly um, reached down and tied them up for me you know she she did for me what I could not do for myself eventually after some time I saw a doctor received some medication which was great went home and what the diagnosis was that I'd actually just been overworking these muscles and it actually damaged them and uh, but after some rest and physiotherapy and a change in some of the garden machinery that I use. Um, my shoulder's actually starting to feel a bit better now. It has some moments where it gets a bit sore, but it's actually much better. But it was that simple, uh, small act of uh, someone tying up my shoelaces for me that really helped me in my distress. <laughs> you know, we encourage independence, don't we? You know, having a do-it-yourself attitude. You know, we validate and endorse the self-made man or woman. Um, and with rugged individualism, we, we pride ourselves on what we can do. But there are some things we just can't do it for ourselves. <laughs> like when I'm injured, um, tying up shoelaces. But those shoelaces also represented something about um, something kind of undone and messy that I was unkempt and unfinished. I, I felt like a disheveled mess, actually. How could I enter a doctor's surgery looking like that? You know, I have certain standards of appearance, yet here I was uh, confessing my weakness and an inability to do such a, a simple but quite complex task of tying a few pieces of cord together. And I've had the privilege of listening to people share their untied shoelaces. Those deepest hurts, disappointments, struggles, unresolved pain where shame and guilt have sort of clotted together. You know, it's a weight on their weary shoulders. It's a burden of regret and loss. It's like it's like they need someone else to be there and to be a witness to their shoelaces. That life isn't great. You know, it isn't neat and tidy. And, and stuff does happen along the way that can mess us up. And perhaps un untied shoelaces have caused them to trip up in life repeatedly. Or maybe they've adjusted their walk to sort of compensate for those untied shoelaces. And I think of a few Bible stories, you know, there's the woman at the well, um, one of Jesus' stories, where to get her water she had to walk to the well, um, but she didn't want to meet any of the other women of the village because she was the focus of gossiping and shaming. So she went in the middle of the day, uh, when the sun beat down the hottest. Um, you know, wisdom would have said to stay inside and go 
later in the evening when it was cooler for the other one, but she got her supplies when no one else was around. Um, but this time it was different. Someone was actually sitting on the edge of the well, uh, a man, a Jew, <laughs> and he was alone. Someone, she, uh, for religious rules, should not associate with her, with him. Uh, this was crossing all sorts of societal and cultural rules and boundaries. But here he was, asking for water. And so a, a conversation uh, commenced where he seemed to know everything about her. All the marriages she had had, and her living with a man that wasn't her husband. It was like he could see through everything. Um, even the subtle little ploys she used to avoid going deep. He seemed to know exactly how to negotiate through them. She was becoming undone. And shoelaces were showing. There was no judgment, shaming, problem solving, rebuke. Instead it was just Jesus' presence and welcome that tied things together. And then there's the story of um, Zacchaeus. He was a small man and everyone in his town despised him. He was the tax collector for the Roman Empire. But I think something was taxing on his soul. There were regrets, pains, abuses in his life. Loose shoelaces that he couldn't resolve, and um, that was that was what it was like until love came to town. You know, and Jesus walked through the village, and looked up and saw Zacchaeus up a tree. Um, there's a good solution for um, to, to get other, you know, big people blocking his view, and then Jesus went to Zacchaeus's home for lunch. Uh, some shoelaces needed attendance. It says that when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. And all the people saw this and began to mutter, he has gone to, he has gone to be the guest of a man with untied shoelaces. Well, not quite, but that's my version. <laughs> and then um, there's Peter. You know, uh, he was a man wholly undone. Yet around a, a fire of um, barbecued, tasty barbecued fish, Peter's untied shoelaces were shown, and Jesus, you know, all that shame and guilt, um, Jesus retied them. And Jesus doesn't pick the perfect, okay? Instead, he comes to us knowing our loose and rebellious shoelaces perfectly well. He eats with us, drinks with us, and commissions us, just like Peter, to do the same with others. Um, the embarrassment is always welcome at the feet of Jesus. How do, we, how do people respond when you start to open up and share the untied shoelaces of your life? Do they avoid you? Uh, problem solve, chastise, or do they shut up? I think we need more shutter-uppers. <laughs> Look, I want people to know they are, are not alone with their loose, shoelaced embarrassment of not having it all together, and I'm not, I have not got it all together. Um, they need a confessor, someone who can, they can spill their guts to, you know, spill their disheveled pain to them, not to be told to quiet, quit them whinging, moaning and complaining. Mental health can't be found in isolation from each other. 
It's not a DIY project. I seriously think much of what we what we go for in therapy, like counselling, spiritual direction, psychotherapy and all that, is um, the need to confess the heart and to have a witness. We go to the professional shoelacer. <laughs> Perhaps um, we have delegated human intimacy to a professional grouping because we have not been taught how to relate. I've, I've seen some amazing videos on how to tie shoelaces. <laughs> so many different ways to perform a simple task. But what a gift it is to listen to the loose ends of someone else's life. They want your focused attention uh, to be listened to. Not to be judged for your dishevelled appearance. They also don't want the conversation of fingers and laces to be told to others. This is an intimate moment of sacrifice and service. And I suppose that's what love is. Here's some quotes to consider. When we honestly ask ourselves which person in our lives mean the most to us, we often find that it is those who instead of giving advice, solutions or cures, have chosen rather to share our pain and touch our wounds with a warm and tender hand. Henri Nguyen. And it is God's love for us that he not only gives us his word, but also lends us his ear. Mm. So it is work we, that we do for our brother when we listen to him. Learn to listen to him. Dietrich Bonhoeffer. In successful psychotherapy, a caring, loving relationship, psychologists C.H. Patterson and Heidor admit that psychotherapy is in chaos. Their solution is worth a second look. Profession, profession helps, helping efforts, they suggest, should abandon identifying specific diagnosable disorders and coming up with a specific treatment plans. They should focus on one simple yet profound idea, that the essence of all successful psychotherapy is love. They go so far as to suggest that their book could well have been titled Psychotherapy, The Purchase of Love. Larry Craig. Learn to respond to others with, open, with honest, open questions instead of counsel or corrections. With such questions, we help each other into deeper speech. Parker Palmer. When you speak to me about your deepest questions, you do not want to be fixed or saved. You want to be seen and heard. To have truth, your truth acknowledged and honoured. Parker Palmer. Good work is relational, and its outcomes depend on what we are able to evoke from each other. Parker Palmer. And the final Parker Palmer. <laughs> Is it is usually most helpful to ask questions that are more about the person than about the problem. Some questions. What's it like to share your dishevelled needs with someone else? That's number one. Number two, what does it take to be a good shutter-upper? <laughs> number three, mental health is found in community with at least one other. Who is that for you and how do they help you? Hey, um, thank you for watching or listening. Um, and especially big thanks to those who uh, contribute something towards the cost of running Turn Your Page. It's really very helpful. And just a bit of a shout out to uh, Niles or Nils. Um, he's one of our podcast listeners. And uh, thank you, Niles, for your wonderful review. Okay, until next time, God be with you. Bye.